You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. We're talking about drugs in baseball and football on the most valuable podcast, MVP. Hello. Hi. Do you want to go to a party with me? No. The game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football. 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 Tennis. Hockey. And I the guess game is starting. Everyone is here. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Are, are there drugs involved in there, too? Yeah, There's I always <laughs> drugs involved in that, aren't they? They say there aren't any more. Oh, sure. They suspend people for them. Yeah. yeah no, they suspend people for touching people. Oh, he's he's okay, though. He's fine now. Is he? Is he back on TV? No, but he's, his suspension is <laughs> fine. Right. Oh, man. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Most Valuable Podcast oh, hey there. MVP on the Next Wave Radio Network. Uh, I'm Matt. <laughs> and ah, I'm Danny. Drinking I mean, a black I mean, monster. I mean, Sore throat. Is it? Ultra it's, black. It's an ultra black monster. Black cherry. That's right. Danny is putting ultra black monsters in his mouth. Yes. That's great. So uh, here we are again, uh, MVP on the Next Wave Radio Network. You can find us on iTunes, on uh, Podcast Addict, Podcast Republic, uh, on Periscope if you're watching us, and of course at uh, nextwave-radio.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, sorry if we're not on top of our game this <laughs> week. because well, uh, both had... Event-filled weekends, I yeah. suppose. Danny were... moved all day yesterday. Yes. Um, I got my ass kicked by allergies somewhere in the last couple of days to where I can't breathe. So it's good that I'm talking on a microphone for, for a good long while. So, yeah, uh, well. But anyway, so... Um, I'll carry you if I have to, Matt. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I mean, I don't weigh that much, so it's probably going to be pretty easy. All right. <laughs> you could probably bench press three of me. So Maybe. Yeah, probably. We'll put that to the <laughs> test at some point before we go off the air. Which is happening in a couple of weeks. Yes, yeah. Couple. Sh- I guess we should bring four, that up. Five weeks. Five weeks. It's the final countdown, show to speak. Five weeks, and I won't be here in two weeks. I'll be at a wedding. So really, one we're, of my very best friends is getting married. And next week is Mother's Day. Yeah. So uh, that's up. That's up to you. Yeah, I don't. I. I I'm not sure. Well, we'll we'll decide that uh, throughout the week. <laughs> so this is a great plug for our Twitter account, MVP Next yeah. Wave, and you can find me at Next Wave MLB. You can find Danny at uh, yeah Center Stage DS. That's it. That's it. Center Stage DS, which should stand for Dallas Stars, except they lost today. They so. didn't lose today, so today it's still Danny Saint. That's right. It has been for, when did I get a Twitter? Oh, when, when did you? Oh, nine, I guess. Seven years. God, I don't want to know when I got a Twitter. I really don't remember. I think I got it after I got, uh, I got yelled at for blowing up Facebook feeds during the 2011 World Series. <laughs> Everyone was like, you just keep putting out one word things. Three outs. Yeah, two I was because at that time, at that time, I had my Twitter and Facebook linked, so I would just tweet oh, right, and yeah. go out to Facebook. Yeah, no, I got a Twitter right after that, though. Boy, one of the best worst decisions of my life. Um, yes. <laughs> um, so anyway, so here we are. We're going to talk about drugs because it already seems like we're on them right now. And uh, yes, uh, I don't know. Do we want to do the baseball part or do we want to do the NFL draft part first? What's more important? In America's eyes, I'm going to guess the NFL draft. So. Yeah. We'll, let's we'll go opposite that. of that. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's talk baseball then. Cool. So over the last week, the big surprise, which I don't know, half of the national media was surprised, half of the national media was not surprised. I don't know why anyone was not surprised. Like I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, that'll. Be I guess because so we had an all-star season. I guess we should explain what we're talking exactly. about. Exactly. So in we're case talking about. Know. We're talking about Miami second baseman D Gordon, uh, who was popped for PED usage and suspended for eighty games. And apparently he was popped well before the season had started and was just going through the appeals yeah. process and decided to drop his appeal 
Wednesday night? Something like uh, that? I think it was Thursday, Thursday night, night slash Friday morning. Cause, yeah, right. I woke up to the news Friday morning. Yeah. Uh, once again, was, Twitter <laughs> supplying all of my news. Because <laughs> I instant. immediately said, how many people tweeted P.E.D. Gordon? And a lot did. <laughs> a lot did. A ton. Um, so, yeah, he was popped. He's going to go for uh, with an 80-game 80 80 suspension games. there. Um, and I know Pete was, a lot of people were surprised because, I mean, the, the, the obvious slash not really logical or sensical point is that he's a skinny dude. Yeah. That was the that was the thing I saw most from people that were surprised. Not national people; they're smarter than that. But from from the people they were responding to, uh, like, "Wow, I never would have suspected." He's like 185 pounds. Like, okay, just because steroids were used to build muscle uh, does not necessarily mean that's all they're used <laughs> for. Different types of steroids, different types of, and it wasn't steroids necessarily. It was in this case, but yeah. performance enhancing yeah. drugs. It's not just it about is. muscle. Like if you if you read Conseco's first book, Juiced. He says steroids do also help your hand-eye coordination. Yeah, and it's a big part of that's more of a part of baseball than muscles. So. And what's what's nuts about that is that uh, Gordon had just come off of winning the batting title, come mm-hmm. off his second straight All Star season. Yeah, um, had so, a career season, career making yeah. season, uh, one that actually earned him an extension. Yeah, honestly, and um, by serving this eighty game suspension, D. Gordon will miss out on one point three million dollars of his fifty six million dollar poor extension. guy. Don't know what he'll do without yeah. all of that money. Yeah. How will he survive? So the people that were not surprised chose to go with the route of um, anybody can be doing him, which I guess is the smart route to do it. But, yeah. you know, if, according to those around the game, Gordon's just this all-American, super nice kid, like they, like nobody would have ever suspected. And if Gordon potentially had come clean and just been like, yeah, okay, I did it. That was a mistake. I did I did bad things to myself. That's bad. Um, I think people would have continued to uphold that image, and people would have continued to uh, say, wow, really good kid. He just messed up. Yeah. Glad he's admitting to it. Instead... He did the old... The didn't old, knowingly do it. Which is probably the worst thing yeah. that you can say as a professional athlete when it comes to any kind well, of I'm, drug. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he took some advice from his batting coach. <laughs> See, and there was the other thing, too, right? With Barry Bonds <laughs> having exact, just been hired. That was his exact story. I know. Never knowingly took anything. It's uh, such a such a mess. Um, but yeah, so he goes out and he says that he did not knowingly put these drugs into his body. Where, I mean, it's Google, you guys. Uh, it's I don't freaking know how Google. you knowing, unknowingly do anything. I you know illegal. I. This well, is I didn't a, know. This is my name drop for right now. But I told Steve Carino, who you know, the king of old school, who also happens to be a baseball fan, and he's on a baseball podcast. Um, that like he should do a segment on how substances just sneak their way into their body. Yeah. It's such a heel move. And you know, he agreed. It's like that's a full segment right there. Like, how do you not know what you're putting into your body? Casey Stern on MLB Network Radio was saying that, you know, there's no way that somebody just randomly woke up because D. Gordon again, nice kid, right? Nobody in Miami would have just woken up and like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna slip some drugs into his orange juice and shake it up. He'll never know. That's us. That's that's insulting to yeah. everybody's intelligence. So, it it got everybody asking. And then and then, then on, oh, on that same thing, even if you're like you use the unknowing, unknowingly take something route, like then what were you taking that you didn't know what it was? Did you take something you didn't know what you were taking? And why would you do that? Uh, yeah, that's why my point. Would you do why that? would you do something like that? I mean, look at this. Is not 
you know, we're, we're in America. This is not a third world country where it's like, oh, man, drugs are so hard to come by. Uh, this could potentially do something for me. I'm not going to do the research. Let's put it in my body. You're in America. You're in Miami. You you have access to the Internet. You you know what you're putting into your body at all times. Yeah. Or you should. You should just in life. You should know what you're putting in your body, not right. just sports. And you know, and this isn't. Uh, yeah, exactly. And this isn't your McDonald's fast food burger yeah. that we're talking about, because God knows what the hell's in that. But you're taking a supplement. This supplement's supposed to do something. Hmm, which is this supplement supposed to do? Let's take a look at the ingredients to find out. It's oh god, I'm wasting my precious breath yeah. on this right now. Just just calling out how stupid this is. So it got a whole lot of people wondering. Uh, Again, as often when this kind of situation comes up, should there be harsher penalties? And should there be? What would the harsher penalty be? Yeah, I don't know. Under Banned you, right? immediately? I, See, and I some don't know, because they've already, the too, penalties too have gotten quick. harsher. Sure. And um, I feel like the suspensions are less than they used to be. Although, two, you know, within the last week, two. D. Gordon's a big name, I would say. And. Calabello, he's oh yeah, that too. He's climbing the ladder, you know. Sure. Well, he, so he had a kind of a two pretty either. prominent names getting suspended. Yeah. So it, you know, what what more needs to be done? You know, Jake Diekman of the Rangers put out there that you should make league minimum from for your career for that point on. Yeah, maybe like that. I, but would that be a deterrent? Because again, you can adjust your budget to five hundred thousand. Yeah. I know I could adjust I could my budget easily. to five hundred thousand a year. I know uh, Brandon McCarthy said something like, "If if you get caught cheating, you shouldn't be able to play while you're appealing or something like that." Like, yeah, Verlander said that too. Actually, too, uh, where you know you you don't get to appeal. Um, you should just be yeah. banned outright, which is a good idea in theory. But again, you've got the union that you have to worry yeah. about and go through. Um, but what other penalties? Like what? This is stupid asking you. What would deter you from using performance-enhancing drugs, Daniel? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think you'd have to bump up, bump it up to a year. Yeah, first offense a year. Yeah, because it used to be first offense was what sixty days. I think it was fifty. And yeah, then they fifty bumped and it up then eighty. Yeah, um, but yeah, a full year is yeah, that? Is that's that one eighty-two. Is taking away any titles like? But you can't do that because I, yeah. I mean. And it, it just draws so much to to Gordon, especially because he he won that batting title last year. So it just makes you wonder: Well, did he do it clean? Well, he probably didn't. That's the problem. And of course, a lot of people asking, you know, like, so what hap- What made this kid decide to, you know, he won the batting title, and then the next year say, yeah, this is when I'll cheat the system after yeah, I won the he, title. Yeah, because he had already tested positive in the off season, correct? Yeah, I and think he was so. just appealing until up up, <coughs> up until this week. So that would mean he he took something in the off season, right? Like you unknowingly, already, yeah, unknowingly, unknowingly <laughs> off, yeah. But like you you won the batting title. What did you what what else? You got your extension. So like, what was the motivation? Yeah. If I mean, let's say he didn't know, right? So. Like, what were you? It goes back to what we've already said. Like, what were you taking that you didn't? What were you know taking? What was your motivation? I always want to know that. Yeah, always want to know what was your motivation. You already won the batting title. You already you got your extension. It's not like you were fighting for it. You already have a secure place on a on a club that is looking to contend this year, yeah. at least at the outset. So why, dude? Why? Yeah, you, um, have, you really have a lot to lose by. By doing this, any well, player does. But I mean, you just got your extension, and like you said, they're they're expecting to be contenders this year, right? So I mean, it's not like it's gonna 
help anybody's cause or anything no. like that. And um, the other point I wanted to make with that is just that, you know, you're not painting yourself in any better light by saying you didn't know. You've already been busted. Yeah. Like, the suspension is there. It is happening. So, I mean, why would you continue to deny that you did anything yeah, wrong? Yeah, you're not going to, you're not helping your case. Like, if anything, what saves face is coming out and saying, like, yep, that's right. So, you know, we've already, you know, beaten that horse with a dead stick. My suggested solution, uh, which is uh, stemming off of a uh, upcoming release movie, uh, The Purge, would be Kill one. No, 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 it wasn't, <laughs> no, that wasn't where I, no. <laughs> Uh, one random day between the beginning of spring training and the final game of the season. One random day. Every single player gets tested. It's just a big old purge. Yeah. I would... I mean, that would be hell to orchestrate. Yeah. Absolute hell to orchestrate. I'd, I'd, I would go as far as... Like, during the season. Yeah, exactly. Like... Two, like yeah, like I said, one random day in between spring training and the end of the season. Hey, no, here, I'll say this: one random day, anytime, anytime, off season, like because if they know it's going to be, a, they they I, I feel know. like they could still plan. I know they what you're saying on that, but you know, in the off season, God, trying to track down all those people, you need Cerebro's help to get fired. Hey, they're under right? contract. Yeah, that's true. That's they're true. They're in a contract with Major League Baseball, and Major League Baseball can say, "Hey, I know you're on vacation right now, but." You gotta do this. <laughs> Need you to come you can, home. You can just see MLB like flying out special agents to like yeah. Tahiti where these guys are right. vacationing. Hey, uh, this is a cup pissing it. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have to come happens. home, but you got to tell me where you are. Yeah, and we're exactly. Gonna and I'm gonna there. find you. Yeah, it's it's not a terrible idea. It's not honestly. I mean, if you can orchestrate finding everybody, uh, you know where they are. And that's why I said in the season because you kind of know where everyone is. Uh, and change it up, right? So it's a different day for the major leaguers than it is the AAA team, the AA team, yep. single A, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that's how you keep people honest, I think. I think that's that's one of the big ways you can really eradicate it. I just don't think it would, you know. Cause yeah, because you've got guys that take, you know, a test once a month. You know, you have guys sure. that get tested just randomly every three months. It's just everyone tested, same amount of time. Yeah, exactly. And that's how, you know, because the other question people were bringing up was, you know, how do people continue to think that they can still cheat the system and win? Well, people are still cheating the system. Yeah. There's guys There's guys we'll never find out about. I was going to say, there, I mean, system. guarantee you there's somebody out there right now playing under under the influence of performance-enhancing drugs. It's just they didn't get tested today. Yeah. So, uh, you know, be interested to see. Apparently there's other names involved in this because they did some more testing in the offseason, uh, but apparently there are more names that are supposed to come down the tube real interesting to see what they Good. are. Don't know if it's going to be as prominent as D. Gordon. Don't know if it's going to be as uh, irrelevant as uh, Taylor Teagarden. Yeah. Local product, honestly. I worked with a guy that knew him. Haven't reached out to that guy yet, but uh, boy, that, how's, how weird would that be if you know that guy? Yeah. You're like, so... So uh, I used to think you were pretty cool for being a major leaguer, but... So, uh, uh, what was that about? Out. Yeah, right? Call up, call up the mom. Yeah. Like, so your son... About that, uh, really awkward situation. Uh, so moving on then from baseball, because I mean, what else yeah, are we gonna else? do about Nothing that? Nothing really. Right? Oh, uh, did ugh, I don't even know what mm -hmm. when how long time has passed. Uh, when did Arietta throw his no hitter? 
Oh, that's right. Did we I talk about that. was that this week? Did we talk was, about it? So that happened. Uh, we talked about that on last week's show. Okay, Arietta's, um, it's okay. Arietta's no no, but people didn't start raising those accusations yeah. until after we recorded last week, where people were saying, "Go ahead and test yeah. Arietta for for PEDs." Uh, I mean, not a terrible <laughs> idea, right? But I love his response to yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> he said he was flattered. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then, uh, he had an exchange with Stephen A. Smith because Stephen yeah, A. Smith yeah. was. Pretending like he knows about knows about baseball. Oh, geez. And, a freaking maroon. Yeah, and then because he when did he pitch again? He pitched again Thursday, I think. Yeah. And he gave up a run, and Dan Heron tweeted him. Yeah, I saw you gave up a, a run, run today. Hang in there, kid. <laughs> and a lot of people with thoughts and prayers, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, I mean, you know, it kind of goes to the uh, with Arietta. You kind of get reminded of uh, Clay Buckholtz, right? You remember this? It was a. Uh, two, three years ago probably since it's been a while since he was dominant. But he had that stretch at the beginning of the year where he was really one of mm-hmm. the better pitchers in baseball. And then somebody called him out for potentially having a foreign substance on his forearm. Yeah. And then things just went off the rails. I mean, he did have something there. on his forearm. Like the pictures, there was there was some kind of – Yeah. It's a kind of substance there. Yeah, exactly. Something that was not sweat yeah, mixed with dirt. But – like things have really spiraled out of control yeah, for Buckholtz since then. Al- almost irrelevant at this point. I wouldn't call him completely irrelevant, but no, I wouldn't either. But you, you know, you can't you get out called, on him. Get called out on something. Yeah. You don't do it anymore. And now look, I mean, it's kind of a before and after picture, yeah. right? When Where, does Jose Batista get right? He's got to be <laughs> some some point. I'm still not convinced. Watch it happen this week while they're playing the Rangers. That'd be so great. Would, what kind of sweet revenge would that be for? Texas. Just uh, not only because I don't like him, but right. I still don't know how you go from 11, 12, 13, 12 like home runs, and then, oh, there's 50. Yeah. I, there's only so much that can be said for good eye-hand coordination and yeah. timing. I'm, Yeah, so it it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if Arietta keeps going like this, there's not really reason to suspect that he did anything now. Yeah, it's and, you know, I wasn't aware of this, or I guess I was. I just didn't really pay much attention to the timeline between no hitters yeah because <laughs> he it hasn't it's he, it was the end of last season and yeah and the last season early this season. this season so i mean i mean a lot of guys have thrown two no hitters but only like five have thrown three in would history be, it would be one thing if it was like he went through a full season of absolute terrible pitching and then all of a sudden it's you know a no hitter he had a really good season yeah. last year um even before his historic second half of the season he was still pitching pretty well um so because really. you look at you look at someone like homer bailey who has two no hitters yeah and he's like how right the, the thing you're not looking at arietta and going how you're like All yeah right. that, that's why that's why or you look at phil humber or, you, yeah recently right. retired phil humber but there was a <laughs> there was a lot uh there's a lot in, that goes into perfect games and no hitters. Yeah. There's a lot of chance with everybody else. But Verlander's got two. You don't look at him and say, oh, "No, exactly." How, how did he do that? Yeah. Uh, Halliday had the perfect game and then no hitter in the playoffs, and you're not like, how "Right, did he yeah." Do that? Nobody looks at them and says, "How?" <laughs> yeah, but like Phil Umber and Homer, Homer Bailey. Bailey, even Tim Lincecum. Of course, Tim Lincecum's last no hitter happened after he had already kind of fallen yeah, off the face was, of the earth. Yeah. But what was that? 130 something pitches where it was just like, okay, I think, his it, was arms one, I think it was like, fall. I think it was 144. Yeah, just something absurd where yeah. you're just like, maybe he should like. And stop now he's now. nowhere. He's his showcases this week. Yep. 
Would you want the Rangers to go look at it? I don't mind if they go look at it, yeah. but I don't want him. I don't want him signed for anything that ends in million. I don't <laughs> want him taking any spots away from the guys on the on the pitching roster now. Bullpen. I could, I could deal. Yeah, him in maybe. The bullpen. I could deal him in the bullpen. Depends, I might write an Depends on whose place he's taking. Yeah. Of course, today nothing looked good for him. Yeah. So. Anyway, so, okay, moving on from the baseball talk about drugs. Now we talk about the NFL draft and the uh, drug-induced what-the-hell-happened-to-what's-his-name. Uh, Laramie Tunsil. Laramie. Laramie. <laughs> That's his name. That's the next superstar yep. of the NFL, apparently, is Laramie. Offensive line superstar. Yep. Who, uh, apparently, what, his father hacked his Twitter account? Well, someone, is that it, what it, it was? It, 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 was, it said on... Thursday it was his stepfather, and then today it was his financial advisor or former financial advisor. So same, we don't know the thing. truth. My dad's my financial advisor. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. We don't know who did what. But at any rate, there's a there's a video of Laramie Tunsil floating around where um, he strapped a gas mask to his head, which is attached to a bong, and he got high and on camera. A man who was, or a kid who was expected to go number one at one point, Thir- knows. 13 minutes before the draft starts, this yeah, video is posted. Out. How does nobody else look further into this? I right? don't know. Because, I mean, after it happened, everyone was like, wow, he fell a long way. He lost a lot of money. And then it was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But Apparently, the Dolphins did look into it. They're like, yeah, we knew before we drafted him. Like, did you? Well, I mean, we by, all that knew. Point, by that point, everybody knew about it. I'm just saying, how does, like, Tunzel's like a legal team for Tunsil not just go into it and be like, uh, defamation, yeah. uh, who hacked the Twitter, privacy. I don't know. Um, if it was his father, what a... Apparently it was a, a video, diff- apparently it was a video two years old. I don't know. Right, yeah, and apparently, right? So yeah. we don't actually know if it was two years old yeah. or not. So, so dolphins are claiming. Something like we that knew has about no it. relevance. We, we knew about it beforehand that it was two <laughs> years old and blah, blah, blah. So should those past transgressions be held against... NFL draft potentials. It shouldn't be held what? against them professionally, but like I understand. Hey, because you look at a team like the Cowboys, who they they don't they're not going to have two of their starting defensive ends because they've tested positive, so they're going to miss the first four games of the season. So a team could look at that and go, "Yeah, I'm not going to waste a pick on a guy that's not going to be here the first four games, or has the chance to not be here the first four games, depending <laughs> on when this video was taken." Right, and well, you know why you know why he fell so far and lost so much money and why nobody picked up on him. It wasn't because of the drug use. Really wasn't. People will say that. Yeah. But it was because of the circus that would come with it. Yeah. You know, that's that's attention that nobody wants. We've already seen that <laughs> NFL franchises and organizations are very, yeah. very uh, sensitive to And the Dolphins have already, you know, dealt with the circus. Yep. And so at that point, they've, it's like, lied, oh, their, they've lied their way out of it. Yeah. Because they said he had some kind of allergic reaction and couldn't make the pl- the post conference. Oh my god! On Friday. I, don't, I don't even know how to like begin really? with that. Like that's awful. That's along the lines of he. And it is a circus because not only after after he got drafted, not only was did he admit that was him in the video, which you know I don't think I mean, really he think not, he could deny it. But yeah. then, but then on his Instagram, it was his Instagram was hacked too, and it was a conversation with him asking for money while he was in college. So they're right. like, "Did you take money from a coach?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, okay. All right, man. I I guess he can't get in trouble for it at this point. Well, I was going to say, like, that, like, he's 
He's already out of college. He's done. Yeah. He just got drafted. What are they going to do? Yeah. Uh, hold you back a grade? You can't yeah. do that. I mean, the, the NCAA, college will get punished. <laughs> right. In NCAA, I know they do a lot of weird stuff with rules, and they make up a whole lot of different stuff as, oh, yeah. as the time goes on. But he's out of it now. So um, uh, who cares? Um, but, yeah, so this, this guy, <laughs> the allergic reaction thing. That was weird. Just... Allergic reaction to hard-hitting questions. The guy, I mean, should just come out and say, I don't want to have the press conference today. Yeah. Make up something else or just come out and say, I really don't want to talk to you about this. Or announce before the freaking press conference. There will be no questions taken about this. There's yeah. so many ways around this to not make yourself look like a dunce. And yet, here, here you he are. Here he is, sitting in the dunsing corner. Dunsing it up. Dunsing it up. Laramie Dunstall. Oh, that's a sick burn laughing at myself. Where are drops? I need drops. (laughs) Where's our soundboard? Damn it. Five weeks to go. We can't get drops on this show. Son of a bitch. Um, Something else weird happened in the draft too, right? Somebody else fell or I feel like some other kind of controversy happened. Uh, Controversy? I don't know. There was some... I could be completely wrong. Yeah, I don't I know. I mean, some guys attention. fell because, you know, there's a guy, Miles Jack, who everyone thought could have been, you know, top five, and he got drafted second round on Saturday because he has a knee injury looming. Right. But, uh, I mean. The, the Cowboys drafted a guy that's not even going to play this season. Uh, then they draft. Oh, that was it. They drafted a basketball player. Yeah. That was, that's not. That's nothing new, though. Well, but, I mean, Why? I guess, I know. you know what, it, I can't you, say that. Guys that were basketball players in college that became NFL tight ends have been pretty successful. But so. he's, has he displayed any inkling of wanting to go the football route? Or has he yeah. Stayed, he has? Yeah. Okay, okay. They, I saw a thing on him, I think, last weekend on, I guess it was Outside the Lines or something, one of the ESPN shows, I don't know, but they did a mm-hmm. thing on him that he was he was going into the draft. They didn't just draft a player out of basketball. <laughs> like, well, that's that's he was what, okay, he, he so, was he was he wanted to be a football player. And again, Twitter being the best worst decision of my entire life, um, all kinds of just made it out to seem like they just drafted a basketball player. Of course, no. this coming from the he guy, didn't he didn't play football. He hasn't played football since he was thirteen years old. Oh, see, there's the rub. There it is, right but, there. But again, it wasn't. They didn't just decide to pick out a basketball player. It was a guy that's been training and okay, okay. He wanted to be a football player and. Like I said, basketball players that played were, that were in college that became football players have been quite successful. Yeah, of course. Antonio Gates and uh, there's another one. I can't remember who it is though, but right, they've, they've had successful careers. Pointing out my own hypocrisies, I'm a fan of the team that drafted, you know, that picked up Russell Wilson to to put on their roster. So uh, yeah. I, you know, no chance of playing baseball there. So just yeah, I I should really be quiet about that. Te- um, technically, what? I mean, the Rockies drafted him, and they just took him in the rule right, five. Right. For, no, but I'm it just was, saying they picked him up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But it was fairly obvious why they picked him up. Like, they don't expect him to ever play. At least they came out and said that. Though, yeah, so. it, it's obviously just for publicity and, sure. hey, Russell Wilson's a Texas Ranger. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Cowboys are expecting this guy to play, which he may very well be good at. Uh, and then the Cowboys also went and picked up a, a, a quarterback, apparently, who local media around here have all been asking, uh, wow, this could be the, this could be life after Romo right here. It's like, dude. It, I think that's that's in their heads. I don't think that's why they drafted him. No, I don't think so either. They, 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 need, a, they need a young quarterback to groom. Yeah. I think I think that's a great. It's just 
So my buddy Sam Hale on uh, on Twitter, he uh, he brought up the really good point of like, is it really fair to heap those kind of expectations on a guy who doesn't even know where the bathrooms are at Valley Ranch yet? <laughs> guy that hasn't stepped foot in the facility, probably hasn't put the jersey on yet, um, except for the one he might have gone out and bought at a fan zone somewhere. Yes. But you know those kind of expectations. That's yeah. I don't think those. I don't think those expectations are there from the team. No, not from the team. I'm just but saying, from like from from the the fan base or all yes. of that well, stuff. Well, I think I think you and I that. both know that the Cowboys fan base is very stupid. Yes, entirely. And you know what? I'm part of it. I root for the Cowboys, but I'm, I can see things without rose-colored glasses. I can see. We root for the team. We root I for want the, the team to win. The At the same time, if they lose, it doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I, I think they did a great job in the first round. They drafted exactly who they should have drafted. They Even did. though they do need help on defense, if you can get a game-changing running back. Sure. I mean, that, I mean, they struggled without that last year. Yes, so. and I will point you to the Los Angeles Rams last year where they were the St. Louis Rams, and they did not need a running back. They drafted Todd Gurley at number 10, and he will be possibly top three running back in the league this year. Mm. So... If you can get a game-changing running back, go for you, it. Yeah, right. Especially behind that line, the Cowboys have. I was going to say you're wasting I mean, you're wasting that line if you don't have a quality running back. And it wasn't like it wasn't a position of need. You yeah, know? I. So I, no problems with with taking that in the yeah. first round. So, um, so yeah, that's the NFL draft news. Um, just on a quick note on this, is it too long on the coverage? Like, should it just be? Oh, good lord, yes. Okay. I don't know why it's three days in three different cities. Yeah. You don't need to cover at least the third day. Like, I understand. Because what is, I don't know, cover up to the fourth. Cause, yeah, the fourth Because you can still yeah. get quality guys in the fourth round. But, but like they, after do the that, fir- they do the first two rounds the first day and then the next two no, rounds. No, they the do the first day. round the first day, oh, two it. and three the second day, and then okay. four through seven is. Yeah, seven rounds is a lot. on Saturday. I would be okay if they just covered first and second rounds. Because yeah. the second round, you just want to see who you thought was going to yeah. be in the first round gets gets dropped. But, I mean, third and fourth. Third, it really – there's still a lot of quality guys in the third round, sure. and then the fourth round is half and half. Like. But what's funny to me is, you know, and, of course, I, I get the first round stuff. First round, that's that's hype, that's, uh, that's pomp, that's circumstance. I get all that. After that, we have Twitter. And yeah, it's you, true. You know who's being taken. So – for people to get dressed up, gussied up, rent out a whole building for that. Okay, whatever feeds into the economy. I should, you know, I'll just be quiet yeah. about that. But it just seems a little on the overkill side of things. Yeah, so. it, it is. Um, but that's what the NFL does. They milk every little thing they can. Oh yeah. They they air the combine, which is the biggest waste of. I hate the combine. Air time. I do too. That's why I was going to ask. It's why, as a Rams fan, it's why I was celebrating that they didn't draft Carson Wentz because he was on nobody's radar until the combine. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up with uh, with Laramie and the fact that you know people uh, kind of held that against the the video against him and all of that. And of course, I still stand by the fact that people didn't take him because they didn't want the controversy surrounding it. But if people didn't take him because of the drug thing, that's why you have the combine. Yeah, you ask those questions. You know, to to make sure that he's squeaky clean. It's like a background check. And, you know, if everything checks yeah. out, why wouldn't you pass? Here's what's yeah. funny, the funny thing about, like, because Tennessee originally had the number one pick. Right. And everyone, it was almost a slam dunk that they were going to draft Laramie Tunsil. Mm-hmm. They trade at, they trade with, they trade with Los Angeles, and then they end up trading back up. They somehow get the eighth pick, ninth pick, I don't remember. 
and Laramie Tunsil's still there, so they still could have got their guy that they were going to get, and nope. Nope. <laughs> passed on Told, him. Chose to pass on that. There's a franchise, though, that like should get some media notoriety, right? <laughs> yeah. You'd think there are some franchise out, franchises out there that are like, man, nobody's paying attention to us. Let's go get this guy and well, see what happens. They're going to have some notoriety this season. Yeah. They're, they're going to be much better. I think they should. Should. They drafted one one of the best – or not drafted, but they traded for DeMarco Murray. So Yeah. Should. You can't You can't do anything with that. Then. But how many more years does DeMarco have left in him? Who knows? Because, I mean, if it's a, you know, lesser version yeah. of him, then maybe not. All right. Can't Any- base it on last year because no. last year was just a dumpster fire in Philly. Ah, Philly. Yeah. Always Which a is basically what fire. the city is to begin with. Sure. Just one big dumpster fire. The Phillies, by the way, have more wins than the Eagles and the uh, and the 76ers this year. And we're only a month into the <laughs> season. That, that should be something that's noted. <laughs> um... Moving on to wrestling, because um, as you and I both realized as we were walking up the stairs here, uh, there's a pay-per-view tonight, and we totally forgot yep, about it. forgot. And by pay-per-view, we mean free if you subscribe this month. Um, but we have WWE Payback tonight, uh, where... We just got the, the the app notification that the kickoff, kickoff is starting. Kickoff about to start, right? Kalisto versus Ryback. Because we haven't seen that before, ever. Ever. Oh, wait. But <laughs> I don't really know the specifics, but... Road Dog, because he's a he's one of their agents. Yeah, he was defending Kalisto constantly being on the kickoff. It's hard to. But he he was that. like his responses because he was arguing with somebody <laughs> and he was just saying, "No, it's good. The U.S. title being defended on kickoff will help Kalisto. Help what? <laughs> but he wasn't explaining how. <laughs> help what? It'll help his career. And <laughs> he well, just I mean, wasn't complaining. Or explaining how. Now, I mean, if you're going to shoot to be the only United States champion that only defends his title on the kickoff yeah, show, there you go. There you go. That's notoriety. Because, honestly, he, he really hasn't been seen outside of that tag team tournament. No. Um, he's only been seen in tag matches, and he's the U.S. champ. And he's the U.S. champ. It's uh, not where I thought they were going to go with Kalisto when all of this happened. No. I don't know if the influx of NXT talent... Ha- um, did something with that, but you could have very easily done something with NXT talent yeah. and Kalisto because, boy, the man would fit in with the style, I'm he sure. Really would. Uh, so that's going to be on the pre-show, and then there's some other matches actually going to be on the pre-show. Uh, Corbin and Ziggler. Ziggler, they once got, again, they got to moved the to, Yeah, moved to the pre-show. Which makes you wonder what the hell's going to happen on the pay-per-view because yeah. there weren't that many matches to begin with, and now you've moved two of them to the kickoff can show. We, uh, can we just all but assume that Ziggler's gone when his contract's up? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know when his contract's up. Unless but. they pull a CM Punk and put the title on him beforehand and say, hey, this is our guarantee, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think I'm dead. Yeah, but no, he's happen. he's absolutely gone <laughs> when, when this is done. Um, as gone as Wade Barrett is. As gone as the League of Nations is. Yes. <laughs> Which, good Lord. Like, even, even the League of Nations breakup was awful. <laughs> like, if you're going to break this up a, a faction like that. backstage segment on SmackDown. Yeah, where Seamus just yells, the league is done. Like, it's some disbanding uh, in a Sean Connery movie. Of course, I'm just bringing up the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But, you know, Seamus just going, you know, the, le- the league is done. Uh, okay. Okay. No one no one cares. Del Rio <laughs> holds his arm, and, and Rusev just, like, stumbling up and just, like, throwing his arms out there. Like, yeah, <laughs> fine. Uh. Like a bunch of... Just what a disaster. It was horrible. A, a faction that really, if you cared about the faction when you created it, 
Really could have been something. It really could have been. It was it had so much good potential. But it wasn't. Yeah, really not. Really, really not. Um, and I mean, yeah, that that's three heels now that nobody is going to care no. about. And I that don't, sucks because we all cared about Rusev at one point. We did. And I mean, maybe Rusev. Uh, no, I can't. I can't logically justify Rusev being a face. No, I can't logically justify be Sheamus very hard. being a face unless you're going to promote the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. I can't justify Del Rio as a face. Uh, I can't I, justify Ray Del Rio doing anything because it's obvious he's there for a paycheck. I hate Del Rio. I, I just don't like his injury there's style. Just, there's I just like no there's no passion in God. anything he's doing in WWE, which sucks because if you watch Lucha Underground, he was he was tearing the house down every time sure. he was in the ring. He but was like, just, oh, I need some money. It's uh, yeah, it's it's silly because even his run as a face when he was here the first time yeah. was, was terrible. because at least at least with Brock, who we all know is just there for a paycheck. At least he goes out there and you can tell like he cares what he's doing when he's right. in the ring. He's going out. He's supposed to Del Rio, who's blah. Yeah, it's just God. Everything just looks and again, it's the indie wrestler criticizing the WWE wrestler, but everything just looks so half-assed. Like it does. It it just looks emotionless. That's yeah. what it looks like. Um. So yeah, I with that faction, whatever. Goodbye. Good riddance. Yeah, what the hell ever happens. Um, stuff that is happening on the actual show, I guess. Um, the only match that I'm looking forward to, and I think they pulled the trigger on this too soon, was uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I think they pulled it too late. I think it should really? have been on Mania. Well, okay, but stemming off of that, now I think that you know this this can't be the blow off to yeah, this. Yeah, right? it depends on what they do. If it's sure. a, if it's a one off, then yeah, then that's bad. But. but if it's if not, if they're going to drag it out for three months. Then fight to a double count out tonight. Yeah. Just keep going back and forth. Or, you know, one guy wins, another guy wins next month. and then I like it because there's no titles at stake. This is no. this is one of those classic grudge matches, which is awesome. Like, you could retitle this pay-per-view, Good Friends, Better Enemies. Yeah. I'd be so happy with that. That's the first, you could first make pay-per-view them I ever it. watched. <laughs> yeah. uh, make it be the main. Make it be the main. Exactly. But... Hopefully it gets a good spot at SummerSlam because I gotta think like that. That's a great place to blow that off. Yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah, uh, Charlotte and Natalia with Don't care. Bret Hart is actually gonna be here. It's, it's an angle they've already done. Yeah, it they did this exact is. angle in NXT. Except Bret Hart's coming off of cancer now, so okay i mean no offense that's, but that's that's got to be a sympathy angle right? yeah, i guess so but i don't think charlotte loses the title there tonight uh we've got the number one contender to the tag team titles of vaude villains versus enzo and Cass. oh yeah forgot about that sponsored by bootios they make sure you ain't booty um which got we, cesaro miz which i kind of am looking forward to oh for the intercontinental yeah. title that's right i am looking forward i don't to see that. cesaro winning but apparently they, apparently they want miz to be the man the the man the heel man yeah of the mid card yeah of the mid card yeah. for sure um apparently vince wants him back in the main event but it's like well he has you can keep, make that call you've got to keep maurice there yeah because keep maurice keep maurice and keep the keep the title on him for at least a good long while yeah yeah but have nobody, him lose at SummerSlam. nobody's going to care about the miz without maurice there yeah and i'm not talking about looks not being sure no, no. at all because she's she's a good heel yeah she's you know, off-putting and cocky and arrogant. She's everything he is. It's a female version of the Miz. It's, it yep. works out great. Um, but the Cesaro, uh, that entrance, by the way, is has gotten eighteen thousand <laughs> times better. Um, the only thing I wish is, you know, when he finally stops the double O seven thing, instead of just like throwing his arms out to the side, he does the the gun thing. Yeah. And then the rest of the screen turns red. <laughs> like it's perfect. How do you not see? Yeah. That? Um. 
So, uh, oh, Roman Reigns. And, and then we've got AJ. our main Roman Reigns with AJ. Bullet Club. I don't know. Finn Balor. I got a feel. I, there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It would feel feels forced at this point. As much as we all love the whole Bullet, Bullet Club. Thing? Yeah. 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 Well, I, as I much agree as we that. all love Anderson and Gallows, as much as we all love Finn Balor, I just feel like. Hey, we gotta hurry up and do this. By the way, the whole Anderson and Gallows thing—I didn't—I wasn't really a big fan of their match when they had it on SmackDown. Hmm. It was—it was just kind of there. Yeah, I mean, I was maybe I. Who they wrestle on SmackDown? Uh, the they wrestled Usos. the Usos Usos on Raw. The Usos. Oh, uh, then they wrestled. Which I I was like, okay, they boy, I don't even remember. Do what you can with the Usos, right? But I mean, just even even that match was just yeah, very. It was, it was it was simple. Yeah, right? it was I don't. A, I don't know if you should have had them wrestle yet. Yeah, I think you should have just had them keep attacking Roman, keep yeah. teasing the whole. Are they with AJ or whether are they with? They don't need all this side stuff. I don't think. Oh, uh, I watched them. I watched them on a, an episode of either Superstars or Main Event because I just let the Hulu keep going. Um, so I watched them and they wrestled. Oh, they wrestled uh, Zack Ryder and Fandango. Okay. <laughs> That's right, because. Why the hell not put those two together? Um, but again, it was just a very their match. Yeah. You know, it wasn't anything that would set it out. And that sucks because, I mean, everyone knows that Carl uh, Anderson is, you know, worth their, uh, capable of so much more yeah. to put forward. I so. mean, they both are as a tag team. Yeah. But it's just when you throw them in there and you're like, okay, we know what this is going to be. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. So, I don't know. It. I'm just waiting for the, for the next big thing, I guess, yeah. to come up with that. Um, and they're teasing that they could be with Roman, which ugh, I don't boy, know. Please don't. Side of the Bullet Club, it'll be the Roman Empire. If God, which I feel like Roman might need uh, lackeys, those, but it's one of those things that's like good on paper. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But um, I'm not against like the. I'm, I'm not it. against Roman having lackeys. Yeah, a stable. I don't want it to be them though. Yeah, I don't need. I don't want it to be them either. I mean, I you've already got the freaking Usos. Be. Yeah, just make it them. Change up the Usos and, gimmick. <laughs> Enough with the I'm the guy stuff. Oh, my God. Every you're just time. going out there and saying the same thing, and you're not expanding on it. It's, it's like the – do you ever play the WrestleMania video game? The the old school in the arcade where, uh, like, you could do the stupid uh, – like Undertaker, if you did a uh, down forward punch, you would do the tombstone. He would magically procure a tombstone and slam you over the head with it. <laughs> Razor Ramon actually had a razor that would cut you, that kind of thing. It was WrestleMania, the arcade game. And uh, in the instruction manual, it had everybody's signature phrase. And it was just one of those things that you knew they would repeat every single time. Yeah. Like Bret Hart, I am the best there is, the best or was, the best there ever will be. For Roman Reigns, that's it. Every single promo. But at least with all I'm those. I'm not a bad all guy. The guy. Yeah, but it sucks because that's all he's saying. Like. At least with someone like Literally, Bret Hart, they would go out, cut a promo, and end and it with their catchphrase. No, this one is just, I'm not a bad Austin guy. Austin would go out there, cut a promo, and say, and that's the bottom line. You know? Like, yes. They're saying, they're saying things other than, <laughs> I'm not a bad guy. And I'm then, not a good guy. And then I think it was the third time he said it, he started off with, I'm not a good yeah. guy. I'm like, <laughs> well then, you're not supposed to start with that one. Wait a minute. You're <laughs> supposed to start with, I'm not a bad guy. And you can't even get your own stupid catchphrase right. right. Jeez Louise. Um... Oh, and then uh, Ambrose and Jericho, which should just be a fun match overall. Nothing, I guess. nothing, I mean, nothing outstanding. It's yeah. just going to be a good, good looking match. Um, kind of over Ambrose at this point because there's, there's yeah, there's nothing for him. Yeah, there's nothing. There he's he's slowly going down the Ziggler route where oh he was God. over, 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 and now just all right. 
and that directly, we know you're not doing anything with this person. So I think that directly has to do with how they book Roman. Yeah, because there was so much potential with Roman and Ambrose there, and now there's nothing. You don't even have them talking to each other. Yeah. At this point, so um, just just odd. There's a couple of great things happening in WWE right now, and then a couple of real just clunkers. Yeah. And it's all on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Your main event stinks. Your your undercard is looking really good, but you know that's not. It'll be interesting to see how how AJ goes about this match because. Do you do you send AJ out there and just let AJ show how how much better he is? Not on with? how much not on AJ's level Roman is. Uh, do you let or do you just have Roman do you like limit when it was AJ? A yeah, do you limit AJ and be like, okay, tone your tone your style down a little. No, there's bit. there's got to be some kind of screwy finish with this, right? Because this can't be a blow so. off. Yeah. With as much as they've invested into the promo, as much time as with these as guys, much as they've they've incorporated the Bullet Club into it, like you can't. And there's you rumors that Balor's going to be there tonight, but yeah, he's they got to be doing something with him because he he was at NXT tapings. Yeah, so it's like okay, but you don't you don't take the title off him at a house show if you don't have something bigger planned for him. Yeah, unless you really just want to give that because he's not injured. No, and was, I mean, like I said, he was at the TV tapings this week. You got to think he's got to have a return match, right? Yeah, so I would think so. Uh, Although Joe wrestled Eric Young. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so to you know, BC, who's been on this show before, to his point, this whole one month out tapings, it sucks. Yeah, well, it's at least awful. at least the Eric Young debut is this week. Like it'll be on their Wednesday, sure. but still, like, still sucks. I understand why they do it because it's going to get out. So it's like, okay, let's promote. Everyone knows we tape our shows. Let's 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 hype up what we're doing. What? So I understand why they do it. I'm not the biggest fan of it, no. but. This this is for more my mind being blown is how they continued with the uh, with the Dallas shows um, after NXT Takeover God, no was done. Um, they did like four of those shows and they were able to keep with the storylines every single time. And I'm like, how did you fool the crowd or how did you not let on future events with that crowd that was already there? I just that was well, like, I can tell you why because the announcers weren't there. Oh, they, they, went they just in, voice over. They went and in all and that? watched oh, the matches. Man. They went in and watched the matches and voiced them over. Yeah, they did that with. I think they did that with ECW near the end too. Yeah. Uh, it they, just, with it, the WWE ECW version, like oh, right, the right, announcers right. weren't even there at ringside. Right. Uh, it was it was just weird to me because you know it was the exact same setup, the exact same venue. Yeah. Kay Bailey Hutchinson Center in Dallas, Texas. Here we are again. Wow, I thought you guys were in Florida. You guys made it out here every single week. That's it why. Was, it was, it was also especially weird because it was just that one group, the one small group of fans too. That yeah, it was just such a small crowd. Like they weren't reacting; they were reacting, but it was such a small crowd that like it didn't have the same effect as a normal NXT show. Right. Like the the Shinsuke Ty Dillinger match. Yeah. got way more, but the Shinsuke Drifter match didn't get anything. But yeah, I think that has more to do with the fact that the Drifter, the drifter. is an awful, yes. awful gimmick. It really is awful. They're not even playing it up like it's a laughably awful <laughs> gimmick. Like e- with Eva Marie, they're at least acknowledging. Oh my God, did you hear what um what they said uh, during Eva Marie's match this last week on NXT? No, it was because uh, the Dallas crowd started chanting "You can't wrestle," and uh, I think it was Corey Graves or somebody like that. They he said, you know, well she's been having some trouble with that. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, his bracket for what is it? Tom Phillips is that the guy that does it? Do he's like they're not chanting that at her; they're chanting it at Eva Marie. She's not that great. 
So they actually called it out. So that is part of the gimmick. But with the drifter, it's just like, okay, we're we're trying to buy this guy as a serious nothing. Yeah, God. But Shinsuke is still cool. Yeah, still the best. Yeah, absolutely. Love the entrance all the time. He has his uh, his full sale debut debut is two weeks I think. Okay, good against finally in full sale. Hopefully, I I forget who it was against. Eric Young. Somebody. No, Eric Young was just on next week, and I don't think he was on anything after that. You know who was the on the third week for tapings this week? Hmm. Our friend Adrian. Oh really? Yeah, I don't. I I assume I'm going to assume it was TV. Yeah, it was on the card for the third week. Versus Asuka. That's awesome. Asuka, whatever yeah. you call her. Yeah, Asuka. Um, seen a couple of other people that we would recognize around here from the women's division get their way up there, too. So Yeah, uh, Barbie Hayden's on TNA. Nobody watches mm-hmm. TNA, but... Right. Allison Kay, um, who I I never knew, but she's she went to TNA, too. Um, yeah, I don't know her. But no, there's just been a couple of... I mean, it's nice to see some of the people that... You and I would have known from yeah. other shows. Get on there. Huh, I knew that person. Shook hands with that yeah. person. That's fun. Um, so anyway, uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah, I, that's all I got, too. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned to our Twitter account at MVP Next Wave and mine at Next Wave MLB to find out if we will be having a show next week because, you know, it's Mother's Day and it's yeah. my my wife's first as a mother. So yeah. that's kind of I, I don't know if my wife counts as a mother yet. We counted it last year. Okay. So maybe. We were, we were discussing that this morning, actually. <laughs> It's like you've got a human being inside you. So. I mean, you're you're kind of a mother. You're yeah, mothering it right now. So, I I would. Yeah, I'll I'll write on we'll her Facebook it. wall, Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> so I think that makes it official. Right. Um. But yeah. So uh, un- until next week, we are the most valuable podcast on the Next Wave Radio Network. Finding us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Podcast Republic, and of course, the Next Wave Radio dot com for another five weeks. And uh, until then. Danny, what, what do you got? Uh, I'm in Waxahachie, May 7th. Come see me, Russell. Yay, what, 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 You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's f***ing gold.